Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries Radio Show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hey, it's Domery Mutel, your host for today's episode of Life's Necessities and Luxuries. Thank you for joining us today. I am so excited that you're here. I hope everyone is doing well and that things are starting to kind of get to some kind of a normalcy for you guys. It's been a tough road for sure. And um, I hope that you have been how do I best say it, that you've still been able to enjoy your life and not have to feel that everything has come crashing down. I know some things have been really hard to deal with, with finances, or maybe just, you know, not having any time for yourself because you're doing triple duty as you were doing normally, but now it's like 1000 miles a minute. And so I'm going to share some necessities today that are some ways that you can add some zest to your life, you know, just to kind of mix it up a little bit and start to feel a little bit normal. And one of the things is that I don't know about you, but I wasn't much of a follower. So I don't really follow the crowd. I kind of just have always kind of wanted to do the things I wanted to do and kind of just said, Hey, you know what, if you don't want to do it, that's okay. I'm going to do it anyway. And it helped me in a lot of different ways. It helped me realize I'm more independent than I thought I was. I didn't really have to have friends around me to feel like I'm worthy or I didn't have to feel like I needed to have people around me all the time to feel that I was special or that I was loved because I felt loved from my family. I felt love from God. I just felt like, yeah, love is beautiful. Love is great and I can't live without it. But I also felt like I'm not going to do something that I don't really feel it makes me feel, you know, comfortable to do. And, you know, now for the last, I don't know how long it's been, I've just been kind of doing what I feel in my gut that I should do. Like sometimes something just says, you know, pick up and go to a certain store. And I do. And I don't know why. And then when I get there, I might have a conversation with someone who might have been very important to talk with for some reason or another. Or I found something that really has helped me out in my home life or in my business. It's just you never know what it is. So I've been listening to these things for many years now, and it's really important. So I want you to just follow your gut. And you may say, okay, Dharma, you know, I listen to my intuition, but sometimes we don't really hear our intuition because we're so busy with all these external things that are happening around us. And that includes noises. And I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast before, you might have heard me talk about the importance of being in silence and sitting still so that you can really start to hear the things that you're supposed to do. Because we were all put on this earth to do something, right? So what is that one thing? Now, some people know what it is, and that's great. But I know it took me a really long time after I lost my dance career to figure out what the heck it was that I was supposed to do. And even though I worked in the music business, and it was fun, and it was exciting, and and even in the cosmetics and the entertainment industries, it was always fun and exciting. But I still felt very, how do I say it, empty inside, like I wasn't really feeling fulfilled. And they always say, you know, follow your bliss and the money will follow. Well, I've been following my my bliss and the money hasn't really followed. But the feeling I have to me is worth more than the, the money itself, if that makes any sense. Now, yes, can I use the money? Sure. Like who who wouldn't, right? But I always said, you know, I don't have to be rich financially to be rich in having an amazing life. So I've always tried to find those ways to still have an amazing life and not have to spend a lot of money to do it. 
So one of the things I want you to do is just think of some fun things that maybe you used to love to do as a kid and you haven't done it maybe for 20, 30, 40 years, right? But think about it. Did you used to love to just go and ride your bike in the park? And I know me and my friends, we used to take our skateboards and go through Prospect Park and think we were Charlie's Angels. And, you know, there was an abandoned house that had a fire in there and actually George Washington had slept in a, a Third Street Park there, and we would just, you know, explore it and make believe that we were on a mission. But maybe you play a game with your kids, and you do something like that. But of course, everything that's not dangerous, because, you know, you don't want to get hurt. But just make an adventure, right? Say, we're going to go and do a treasure map, and we're going to, you know, create a treasure map. And then you just, in advance, you go to a park or something, and maybe you put something somewhere that only you know where it is, and you draw a little map, and you create something. But just have fun and do something that you want to do, and try making it exciting. Or maybe you just travel and explore something new. That's another thing that's really important. Now, I know there's not much traveling going, on right now, but you can still explore your own neighborhood. Coming from New York City, one of the things I love to do was to act like a tourist. And I'm like, okay, today's my tourist day. And I would pick a place on the map and see something that either I hadn't been to for many years, or I'd never been there before. And every time I did that, it was exciting. It was fun. And it was just so invigorating that it lit me up. And it felt like this was great. You know, I could go home and I felt refreshed. And it just felt like I went somewhere new. Because anytime you do something new that you've never done before, or if you haven't done it for a long time, time. It just rejuvenates you. I can't quite explain it. But that is another thing on my list here is to learn something new. So let's say you always wanted to learn how to tap dance. Go look at a YouTube video, order a pair of tap shoes online, and start tapping away the blues. Because you know what I found? Dancing can immediately lift your spirits. And I love what Khloe Kardashian says, a body in motion stays in motion. And I thought, that is phenomenal because it's true. It's like anything else. You know, if you throw the stone in the water and you see how it gets those ripples out there, that's exactly what happens in our lives. When we start to do something that's exciting, we want to keep doing more exciting things and we do bigger and better things. So think about learning something new. Don't be afraid if you fail at first, just keep with it you will get better. Trust me, nothing wonderful comes overnight. It takes studying, it takes practice and the motivation to keep doing it. You know, like when I wanted to play drums, I knew like, okay, I got on the set and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I felt like I was playing in my head since I was three years old and, and envisioning what it would be like if I was doing it, which I didn't know what I was doing, but I would envision like if I was on a drum set, this is what I would hit. And sure enough, you know, when I finally got to do it, I got behind the set to some of my favorite songs that I used to play the drum parts to over and over in my head. And I started playing them on the drum set. And it was pretty close to what it was on the record. So what I'm saying is, if you can envision yourself doing something, and this is how all of the athletes, you know, world renowned athletes actually can achieve those amazing goals is because they envision it in their mind, doing it perfectly over and over again, every time. And that's how they do what they do and be so good at it. So learning something new will not only help your dexterity, you know, you, you, you may be using muscles or eye movement or hand movements, and it's also going to keep you younger because, you know, we don't want to get old, right? Because if you just keep moving, I feel like, you know, if you sit down too long, it's hard to get back up and start over again. So keep moving, keep doing, keep growing, keep learning and use the Kaizen you know, what they say is the Kaizen way from Japan is that, you know, you're learning something new every day and every year of your life. 
and I use this expression that an ex of mine's cousin used to say, and he was an older man, and he'd say, every day is a school day. And I love that because you know what? Every day is a school day. I used to say, you learn something new every day, but I like using the every day is a school day now. Another thing that you can do right now is to exercise at least 30 minutes, three times a week or more if possible. You'll get more energy. You'll burn off those excess calories. You'll improve your mood. And also, you're going to want to have more sex, okay? Because it's true. You get the dopamine, the endorphins, you feel good, you feel sexy, you feel confident, and you're going to want to have sex with your mate more often. And you know what? That's a beautiful thing, right? Another thing you want to do is to just lessen some of the amount of any alcohol intake. Now, they say if you drink one glass of red wine a day with dinner, that it could actually help. But, you know, you don't want the alcohol in the bloodstream because it can increase your blood pressure. It could weaken your heart muscles. And, you know, it could also ruin the lining in your stomach. Uh, and there's so many different damaging things. It can hurt your liver. So if you do partake in alcohol, just maybe, you know, if you find yourself having four or five, six, seven drinks or more, try to bring that number way down because it's really in the long run, it's going to hurt you rather than help you. And I mean, who doesn't love a good pina colada or especially those sweet drinks? You know, they just taste so damn good going down and then they can knock you on your ass and then, you know. But you pay for it after that. Think of all the sugar and the calories that you're taking in, plus the toxins that are going through your body, which is really stressing out your body. And who wants to do that, right? Because it could be really detrimental to your health. But nothing is wrong with having a glass of wine or having a beer or having a cocktail, but just have it in moderation so that you're not damaging your body. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I don't know what number I'm on. I think I'm on number four. So one of the other things in number five is just to eat some more fruits and vegetables in your daily diet. Okay. So, you know, I look around and I say, what is there to eat? You know, if in the AM, it's just, you know, bagels and it's pancakes and uh, nothing but carbs, you know, or maybe you can get some fruit with yogurt, but then they say not to eat dairy, right? Because dairy is not good for us, especially for our stomach linings. They say dairy is really bad for us. And you think you're eating well, right? Oh, I have some yogurt and some fresh fruit, but that's all wrong. So I start to think, well, what the heck can we eat? So if you're going to have some fruits, just have the fruits without having any of the dairy. Maybe you have a nice mixed bowl of berries because all of the berries have high antioxidants in it. So raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, they are really great for memory, for so many different things. They're really, really good. The other thing you want to do is maybe just think about Packing your lunches and your breakfast if you're going to be working outside of home or even if you're just going to be, let's say you're going to be on the road for a while. I like to pack up little snacks and I take them with me. So this way I know that I'm going to eat something nutritious. Otherwise, I'll find myself going through some drive through through some fast food place, which is really going to wreak havoc on my body. So in order for me to stay away from that, I just try to remember to always have the stuff I need with me. Another thing is you want to intake your water. I know nobody wants to drink water, but let me tell you, it can really, really help. Because you know, sometimes we get dehydrated. We don't even know that we're dehydrated. So if you notice if your urine is more yellow, that's a sign to show that you're dehydrated. You may get diarrhea, which is another sign to show that you are dehydrated. Or you may get really dry skin, which can also show that you're dehydrated. They say we're supposed to drink half of our body weight. So if 
If you're 150 pounds, then you would drink 75 ounces of water per day. I know that's a lot of water. So I try to get those large liter bottles and try to drink like four or five of those a day. And I feel like I can kind of cover my water intake, but I'm still shy. It's basically I should be drinking like a gallon of water a day. And that's kind of hard to do. But if you have it with you all the time, when you leave the house and you have it with you and you take it with you out of your car and you take it with you to your office desk and you just constantly have it around you. And if you make it look pretty, I always say get a pretty glass, add some fresh fruit to it, lemons, limes, grapes, anything to make it look pretty, you're going to want to drink it because it's going to look that much more appealing. Number seven is to just walk more often. You know, we sit so much as humans. I find that, you know, we sit in the car to drive here. We sit in the house to watch the TV. We sit down to eat dinner. We sit down to have lunch. We sit, 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 sit. And shit, that's a lot of sitting. So I find my hips get really tight after I sit for too many hours. And I just try to even just walk in place if I can't walk anywhere. You know, I'll just get up and just stretch and, you know, do some walking in place. And so sometimes you could just take the stairs, right? Instead of just getting on an elevator or an escalator, take the stairs. If you work in an office on your lunch break or 10 minutes, you know, on a break, just go up and down the stairs a few times a day. If you can, if you got a place to walk outside where you live, take a little walk after you eat dinner or before you eat dinner, however you can fit it in. But walking is a great exercise. It keeps the circulation going. Another thing is if you love to jump rope, jumping rope is a great way to exercise and it's fun. I loved jumping rope as a kid. I don't know if you did. We had double dutch and just single ropes. It was just great. So I picked up a rope. Now you may forget how to jump rope, right? So just take it slow, you know, make sure you're wearing sneakers and things like that. Um, try jumping rope a few minutes a day and you'll see it raises your heart rate. The circulation starts to flow and it's a great way to keep your body lean, mean, and like a fighting machine. Number eight is to love more, whether it's with an animal or a human being. Because think about it, when we love, we get love back, right? And if you live by love, then you can't go wrong. Whether you're loving anything that's in front of you, a person, a plant, uh, an animal. I love animals because, you know, they really give you unconditional love, whereas with people, not so much sometimes. But if you have a pet, give them the extra brushing and, you know, just put your face in their fur and, and give them a good squeeze because, you know, they just give you all that love back. And that's why they have those pets out there, you know, to help heal people because they are healers. So think about spending more time. If you have a cat or a dog, try to spend some more time with them. Or if you don't, love your mate more to give them more hugs and kisses and just be more gentle with them and say how much you love them. Because, you know, we don't always tell the people that are closest to us how much they mean to us. And life is really fleeting. So you want to share that. So don't let it stay in there buried. Get it out there and say it. Number nine, I say, go get the hell out of winter and live in a warmer place. I mean, because living in a warmer climate, there's nothing like it. I have to say, you know, I don't miss New York's weather. I moved to Florida now. This is my 11th year here. I used to get seasonal affective disorder, sad they call it. And every winter I would get like really blah and feel blue and depressed. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? You know, because overall I'm pretty upbeat and happy. And I didn't know what it was until I learned about this form of depression. And that's exactly what I would get. So I would come down to Florida on my vacations by myself or sometimes with my ex-fiance. But most times I'd come with myself for a couple days and just get out of Dodge, get out of New York City, come into this beautiful sunny 
environment when it was, you know, bleak and cold and dreary in New York. And I'd get my feet in the sand and get into the ocean or get into the pool at the hotel and see the greens and the flowers and the trees and the palm trees and the blue skies. And I would go back home feeling like I was walking on cloud nine. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I realized it's just the light. And it's true. You need to have that sunlight and that daylight to get that vitamin D. I also found that in the wintertime, I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to get in the car and it was freezing in the car. You have to wait for it to warm up and then you got to drive in some icy weather conditions, which is not my idea of fun. After being hit by three people, I try to stay out of those conditions. And living in, in Florida, what I found that if I don't have any money to do anything, I could just go sit at my pool and chill out there spend the day there. I work outside. I feel good. I do my laps in the workout in the pool and things are great. And I feel like I was on a vacation and I call it, I'm on a permanent vacation, but I work 80 hours a week. But anyway, living in a warmer climate does a lot of good for the soul. You know, you get to exercise more outdoors. You get to spend more time doing things throughout the year. Whereas in those winter months somewhere, you just can't. And it's really horrible, right? So if you like to have a more active life, Find a warmer climate to live in and you'll really enjoy and be amazed. I mean, there are things you give up coming from New York. You know, I don't have the access to 24-7 places and things that deliver anytime I want or have any kind of food under the sun or, you know, find any kind of boutique or famous department store to go shopping in. But half the times I couldn't afford to get those things anyway, unless they were on a, a deep discounted sale, right? So really, I get my fill when I go back. I get my list, I get what I need, and then I come back. Number 10 is don't sweat the small stuff. We all have small shit that comes up every day in our lives, and it's really annoying. (laughs) And it's like, who wants it? Who wants to deal with it? But you know what? It's just part of life. And I've learned to let things roll off my back like a duck in water so that it just kind of goes in one ear and goes out the other. And I don't get phased by it anymore. I used to take things very personally when I was younger until I started to realize like, you can change how you think about things, even how you react to things when they're happening. And so that's something I keep trying to practice and I still work on it every day. And there are times I slip where I can kind of lose my shit just like anybody else. But more times than not, I just kind of laugh it off and just been like, you know what, it is what it is. I'm not going to let it stress me out because you know what, there's more important things that are going on that can really stress me out. And I don't need the little stuff to stress me out. So try to forget about those little things that you find that are really stressing you out and pushing those buttons. And you know, if you have a mate or uh, children, they know how to push the buttons. And I'm sure you find that they push them more often than not. And it's a It's a hard thing to deal with. But if you study and you just hold back and you just wait a few seconds and you start to just like, you know what, take a walk and move into another room, think of something else, whatever you need to do to block that energy, let it go so that you don't absorb that and find yourself getting more stressed out than you need to. Another thing you may want to do is laugh more because Laughter is the key to happiness. I mean, when I was feeling down and blue, I knew to hurry up and get out as many movies that I could rent from the library that were going to be funny. I'd go way back and, you know, get the oldies book goodies that I knew were funny. They were going to crack me up. And it was wonderful because I found it immediately lifted my spirits. And I was pretty down, you know, after I got hit by the drunk driver, I just was like really feeling broken, really feeling like, 
I don't know how I'm going to survive this. How am I going to get back to some kind of a normal life? Who's going to love me? You know, what am I going to do for a living? And it was really a dark place and it just wasn't fun. But I knew that laughter was a good thing. So I just started to throw in as much as I could with whether I was watching, you know, um, cartoons that would crack me up or movies that would make me like laugh until I had to pee. That was the stuff that I needed. That's the medicine that we all need. So if you're feeling crappy, blue, down, depressed, whatever it is, that's not, you know, where you want to be feeling, try to laugh some more. So go and look at your Netflix and look for those comedies that are going to crack you up. We just watched one the other day with David Spade called The Wrong Missy. And I thought it was going to be stupid. And it was kind of one of those stupid, funny movies. But it was really funny because the girl on there, she was a trip and she just did a lot of crazy shit. One of those things that had us cracking up, which we didn't expect. So finding the way to laugh more, talking to one of your best friends that you know, every time you talk to her, you know, she puts you in stitches, give her a call, get on the phone with her, or if it's a guy friend, whatever, whoever, but laugh more and get that deep belly laugh going because you know, it's just going to instantly create that dopamine and those good endorphins in your head and your brain's chemistry, and it's going to release and lift your mood. And also, we use like 80 facial muscles in our face to frown but we use a whole lot less to laugh. So turn that frown upside down, girlfriend. Number 11 is to just start and end your day with a dose of gratitude, right? Because you know what? We have a lot of things that we could be really, really, really grateful for. I mean, we have our health, we have our lives, we have people who love us in our life, we have food to eat, we have a bed to sleep in, uh, you may have a wonderful husband or a wonderful wife or wonderful parents or there's so many different things that we should be grateful for. And I think half the times we take them for granted and we don't really acknowledge them. So if you think of at least three to five different things every day when you wake up and before you go to sleep at night, you're always going to start your day in a great mood and then you're going to end your day in a great mood. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I try to do that every day. I even have an alarm set that says, be grateful. And I start to think of a couple of things. I found that when I started practicing that, it really made a difference. So I try to keep doing that because every day we're above six feet is a day to be grateful, right? So just finding all those things, you know, like yesterday I got to play and practice on my drum pad for an hour and it felt wonderful. Like I hadn't had a chance to do that in a while. So I was really grateful to have that time to practice my my drumming. And it's also a great stress buster. So <laughs> that's probably one of the reasons why I love playing drums so much is because it's physical. And it's not only because you can create something with it, but it's also a great stress reliever. So I always tell people, you know, you don't have to sit on a kit and do the stuff that I do, but just get like a simple hand drum and just play, you know, get some music on some of your favorite music, just kind of play some stuff and Sound it out, basically, and get into a trance. If you like to sing, sing along with the song and just have a good time. Do it when no one's around. If you feel uncomfortable doing something like that, when there's people around you, if you live with other people, but hey, give it a try. Who knows where it can take you, right? All right. Well, I hope those will help you out. I think that's it for now. And, you know, if you like these tips, then you're really going to love the 151 Secrets book that I wrote because I share more of that type of stuff in there. And whether it's in your area of love, or if it's in finance, or if it's in travel, or socializing and home entertaining, I cover it all. 
So even if you don't listen to the whole book, you can just listen to the different parts and the parts that you want. So for instance, you know, part three is called What's Love Got to Do With It? Tell Me Now. And I give you some different tips in there on how to keep your love life alive and hot and steamy. Or it could be in part four, if you need to work on your finances and that's living on the edge or just peering over it. And it's about stop living from paycheck to paycheck, which is the way I've been living my whole life. And it really sucks. And so I've been studying finances now for a long time to try to figure ways and how to like find a better way to live. Because, you know, as a single woman, I never got married. I never wanted to. It's been a struggle for me. You know, I've had lost jobs, you know, because they've downsized and living on unemployment and never having that two years salary in the bank, like they always say to have, I never really had a chance to ever get ahead. So I've always been feeling like I was always behind. And even with my side hustles, you know, I just don't, I don't make the money that I'd love to make. And working a full-time job here in Florida, they don't pay what they really should be paying today. I mean, it's kind of hard when I look at things today, and especially down here. And I'm sure this is in a lot places around the world outside of New York City, but even in New York City, I had great jobs. But, you know, I remember working for the NHL, the National Hockey League in the broadcasting department, and I was making like 40 grand a year. And that's not a lot of money in New York City when you have five taxes coming out of that. So, you know, all these great jobs, they just didn't want to pay. And it's tough. Now, I didn't have kids to provide for. And that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't want to have children is because I knew I couldn't take care of them the way that my parents took care of me and my family. And I didn't want to like, you know, have my child without or have them wondering, you know, how am I going to feed them? Or how am I going to clothe them? Or how am I going to give them the proper education that I feel like that's my duty to do? So it's just tough out there. And I totally get it. You know, when you have a family, I don't know how you do it, you know, and I'm hoping that you guys are okay, and that you're safe with everything that's going on right now. And I'm really um, praying for you guys, and for all of us that we can get through this and, you know, move on to our lives and have a good life again, not feel so afraid of everything that's going on constantly. You know, we're getting with all this negative stuff that's happening and you want to stay safe, happy, healthy, loved. And that's why it's important. Like I say, stop watching the news, you know, because the freaking media will keep throwing all this negative bad shit out there and we don't need it. So anyway, that's all I'm going to leave you with today. Remember to live happily, lovingly, peacefully, successfully, necessarily and luxuriously. Until the next time. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.